0: It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. It is episode 56 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is October 18th, 2021. I am joined by my co-host, Say Hey Rob. Rob, the season's over. But how are you? Aloha.
1: Say Hey Doug.
0: Oh, I'm back. Back. Mahalo.
1: Doug went to Hawaii. That's why I said that. So nothing (laughs) weird's going on here. But yes, the the, the giant season is over. Uh, I have been uh, reluctantly watching the uh the nlcs and the alcs yeah you know, i'm not totally over over baseball yet uh, so i'm you know it, it's like one of the guys on cambr said today yeah you know, when you watch the LCS right now it's like it's gotta be like when a movie star misses out on, on a role and somebody else gets it and they gotta eventually watch the movie with it with a friend or two and that's kind of how i feel right now even though i didn't play but i feel like <laughs> damn like after a, a hard-fought series against the Giants bitter rivals man that was that was a tough one and but yeah is what it is
0: you know and we'll kind of we'll break down the series in a little bit but not too extensive but I mean if you look back at this series you know as a whole it's like man I mean this we're right there I mean it came down to literally you know the final out and obviously we'll talk about that in a little bit but um, overall overall this was a very entertaining series, and, um, I mean, we anticipated that. These are two damn good teams that went toe-to-toe um, throughout the whole series, and, you know, unfortunately, the Dodgers were the better team in this series, flat out. I, you can't even argue that.
1: No, I mean, they, they, they were the better team, and I don't know about you, but the whole series, it just kind of felt like the Giants were – just kind of hang hanging on the whole time even in games the games they won in games 1 and in games 1 and 3 it yeah. just felt like y- y- they were just hanging on uh, and just trying to fend off the Dodgers the entire time because and why do I say that? It's because they didn't hit at all e- even when they had those leads in games 1 and 3 the games they actually won it it was like oh my god please I mean, you're just Come on, Logan Webb. You know, just hey, hang in there, hang in there, hang in there. You know, don't give it up, don't give it up. Because in same way, in game three with Alex Wood and Tyler Rogers and Jake McGee and and Camilo Duvall, You know, you know, going through that game the whole time, you're just th- and that game was one to nothing, and the whole time you're just praying that they could just hold these guys off because you had zero confidence that the Giants were going to score any runs. I think and they we- got. For in games two and four, they 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 get blown out. So and you you knew they were coming back from that one, but
0: I'm with you though. I f- I feel like once it got to like game four, maybe, um, you were like, you know, we need to score some runs, or like it's just it's just I don't even know how else to put it. It was just like you know like we're we're not scoring runs, and it's not I don't I don't you don't anticipate like we went we just went through a 107 win season where. For the majority of the season, the offense was more than capable of putting up runs. But it's funny how within a handful of games, you get that feeling where it's like, holy cow, like I I don't get the vibe that like the Giants are going to score runs here. Like we may scrap out one or two runs here. Like there's no way we're going to get four or five tonight. Like that's how it felt to me. I don't I don't know if you could agree with that or.
1: Yeah, I, I think you you put it perfect because even after Game Three, the Giants win Game Three, they're up two games to one. You're we're feeling good about that, and we're feeling okay. One more, get out of here, get rid of the Dodgers once and for all. But once the Giants got down by a couple runs in Game Four, you knew that game was over. They were coming oh, back. Oh yeah, you Absolutely. knew it. And I had, and I, I'm with you. I hadn't felt that way all year, and I had that feeling going into game three after seeing them not they scored on three solo home runs in game one I was like okay they got by tonight game two Urias is pitching they'll get the bats going score some runs that didn't happen so going into game three I'm like okay the Giants can't go go cold and and be silent at the plate for three straight games they've done it all year basically Mm -hmm. and they they won Game Three. That that's the confusing part. They won Game Three, but the whole the whole night you're like, where the hell? Where did these bats go? And then it just continued from there throughout throughout the end of the series. And yeah, it just like you said, 107 wins, a lot of great highlights and special moments late in games, and it just it didn't happen.
0: Well, let's like quickly skim through. You know these games. Um, take you know five ten minutes. Talk about the NLDS like specifically. So game one was uh, Logan Webb and Walker Buehler. And, you know, on paper, you look at this, and like this is going to be a damn good pitching matchup. You know, two, three runs may win this game. Uh, Logan Webb was as advertised, um, you know, seven and two thirds, five hits, didn't give up any runs, obviously didn't walk anybody and struck out 10. Logan Webb was damn good in game one. And then uh, Tyler Rogers and Camilo Duvall came in after that and, you know, they were perfect. So um, just a well-rounded pitch game, uh, well-rounded uh, you know, all around win for the giants. And uh, you know, they put up the four runs and three of them come by, you know, the, the home run a uh, Posey hit uh, that oppo- opposite shot into the arcade uh, early in the game in the first inning Um that put two on the board, then Crawford hit that one late. And then Brian hit one in the seventh. So, you know, four runs against an elite pitcher um, off three home runs. You're like, all right, you know, the giants um, are doing it what They've they, done all year. They've done it all year. They won, they won by the long ball and Logan Webb was really good. So um, yeah. And I mean, besides Mookie Betts, who had a fucking series, um, hmm. you know, he had two of the five Dodgers hits. Will Smith had two. And Corey Seager had one. That's all that happened in game one. So after game one, I'm sure you're with me. Like we're feeling pretty damn good. Like we just, I was just feeling
1: phenomenal. Really?
0: Yeah. I mean, cause you know, Walker Bueller, again, one of the best pitchers in the game giants got to him hard early in September for six earn, you know, we're thinking just find a way to win this game. Even if it's two to one, um, because we're going to get a fight from Walker Bueller. Uh, and he was far from perfect. And so, uh, you know, he wasn't like awful, six and a third, three earn five Ks, one walk, but still the Giants did more than enough to win this game for nothing. So yeah, after game one, we we're feeling pretty good, right? Yeah, that's I felt all year. Yeah. So yeah, e- easy way to put it. Game two, on the other hand, Dodgers come back and win this game nine to two. So after this game, you know, we're thinking, okay, we got a battle. Here we go. Like this is gonna happen. Um, Kevin Gosman against Julio Irius uh Urias was good I mean five innings three hits one earn um Gosman not his best stuff five and a third gave up four earned, seven Ks, three walks tale of his game was kind of how it went the second half of the season like he his stuff was there but he wasn't locating and so the Dodgers were extremely patient they waited out at bats um and you know they they drew walks and they got guys on and they capitalized on that um uh, Giants only had six hits in this game. Dodgers had 11, you know, pretty straightforward, nine, two Dodgers win. How how are you feeling after game two at this point? Were you still feeling like Giants had a really good shot or were you a little concerned about the offense?
1: I, I was at at that point, I was a little concerned about the offense. Um, because I thought Urias w- w- was gettable early, early in that game. I was feeling like, Oh, okay. Like they haven't, they had some good at bats early. They weren't cashing in. And then I I felt like if Gosman could get them to the four, to the fourth or fifth inning, you know, re- reason reasonably close, and he did, that the Giants could get to Garius and, and eventually get to that bullpen. But as, as you mentioned, you know, Gosman wasn't able to locate his stuff, and his pitch count got up. And as soon as soon as Gabe Kapler, you know, went went to those uh middle relievers, you know, that's that's when the series took a a hard hard turn because. Every single one of those guys shit the bed. Harlan Garcia, Zach Lattell, in that game, I, I believe n- basically no nobody threw well out of the pen. It was, and that concerned me because I'm like, man, these games are going to be nitty gritty, you know, every night and outside of outside of Logan Webb, you didn't really have the confidence that any pitcher was going to go deep in, in into the game. So that concerned me a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, Gosman went five and a third. Uh, Leon came in after Gosman yes. and struggled, so uh, gave up two earned in just two thirds of an inning um, to finish the sixth. And then, yeah, like you said, Littell, uh couldn't even uh, get through an inning and give up three earned in two thirds. So, um, you know, it's not like they were struggling uh, to locate. I mean, uh, Leon, 10 of his 14 pitches were strikes. Littell, 12 of his 15 were strikes. The Dodgers just were hitting them. Um, you know, you got to locate better and, Uh, So, yeah, uh, 1-1 after two, and then we head to the wind game. (laughs) You know, game three was weird because it was kind of funny because uh, um, obviously there were some balls that, yes, the wind impacted, um, and I just want to let, you know, if there are any Dodger fans uh, listening, uh, congratulations, by the way, but in this game, I know you guys see things one-sided sometimes, uh, the Giants hit uh, several warning track shots, too, that got knocked down by the win that night mm-hmm. at Dodger Stadium. Uh, fortunately, the lone one that did get out was a shot by Evelyn Goria. I think they said if if there was no win that night or whatever, that that thing would have went like 460 feet. <laughs> it, it would so, have hit, um, hit the piss out of the ball. Yeah. But, you know, this was, this was a fun game because we were getting to see Max Scherzer, um, who's, you know, arguably their best pitcher, And then it was Alex Wood for the Giants going up against his former squad in the Dodgers. He went four and two thirds, gave up two hits, didn't give up any runs, four strikeouts, two walks. Um, So he didn't get really like deep into this game, but he was good while he was in there. And I think that, um, you know, he was pulled at the right time. Tyler Rogers came in, oddly enough, um, in that fifth inning and he was good enough. I mean, he did give up three innings or three hits and one and two thirds, but, um, the Giants pitching that night uh did it. McGee and his his lone outing this series, I believe, got the two outs, and then Camilo Duvall with that six out save. We were feeling really good about Camilo Duvall at that time.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: so yeah, just a crazy game. One-nothing. Dodgers had five hits, Giants had three. This was this is my type of baseball. Give me a one-nothing game.
1: Yeah, it was it was a couldn't miss a pitch type of game. And you knew early on, you know, with with, the, with that wind, because we heard about it all day how it was windy out there, and it was windy here too, you know, where in Douglas, live up here in the valley, it was it was awful.
0: Uh, Doug was in Hawaii, fortunately for him. I saw but, on my uh, cameras, the wind. It, <laughs> <laughs> I checked them on my cameras here at the house, and it was go, it was howling hard, but it was very. Oh, it nice was it was where it we was were. It was nasty,
1: <laughs> it was nasty, but 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 yeah. So y- you knew right at the gates, like runs were going to be at a premium that night, and it's like oh great. And of course the Dodgers got, got Max Scherzer pigeon. So, you know, just pray to God, Alex, what has it? And he did, but the, the telling part to me in that, in that game was, it was how quickly Gabe Kapler went to Tyler Rogers. And even after a day of rest, straight out avoided the middle relievers that told me a lot. It was telling it was because Gabe and, and, uh, our, you know, our buddy Brooks and some of the other guys, some of the other admins, you know, had brought it up that night too. Kapler's doing stuff that he hasn't done all year. He kept saying it. And I'm like, hey, you know, he's right. He's right. He went Rogers for an inning and in two-thirds. McGee for the seventh, I believe it was.
0: For two-thirds, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Two-thirds, yep. yeah.
1: And Deval for a six-out save. Yep. After game two, he did not want to see those fools on the mound. And that tw- that showed me a lot. It told me a lot about how he felt about the middle relievers who had been so good all year. You know? Yep. It, it had just been – I I don't know. Like You, you got – no Alvarez in that game. You got no Garcia. You got no Leon. You, you got
0: – Those guys that will get in there in the fifth, sixth,
1: seventh. Yeah, end, no yeah. Garcia. No Kerbin Castro who had – been pressed just to get on the roster at, at all and from fr- from that point on e- even though they they won that game I felt very uneasy going into the rest of the series because Gabe Kapler showed me right there that he had no or at least not a lot of confidence in that, in that middle relief because he avoided yeah. them like the plague in game three
0: yeah and so that would be that would go on to be you know, the Giants final win of the season, uh, one run. And, um, you know, it was kind of telling, like you're saying, uh, for the final two games that were upcoming, because in game four, um, you know, the, the, this is where this is where the, I mean, there's so many turns in this series, um, but this is game four in L.A., uh, and and it's exactly how we kind of thought it would go. You know, we said on our last episode, if the Giants get up 2-1 in the series, we'll probably see Anthony Di Scafani in game four. And that's what happened. Um, and I'll tell you what, I, I don't know if you'd agree with me on this. Because of how well he threw against them last time in September, that probably gave him the comforting nod. Like, okay, like maybe he can do it again. Like, do you think – I just want to ask you this before we get into game four – Do you think if Di struggled yet again against the Dodgers in early September for like his third, really bad start against them, would we have seen Di in game four still?
1: Probably not. I think you would have seen a a similar uh, look to how the Giants approached that Sunday night game earlier, earlier in the year, back in, back in September, where, Dominic Leone opened. I think it would have been it would have been a flat out bullpen game. I truly believe that. Yeah. And may, maybe they would, they would have done a, a a bridge type thing where maybe you get the ball to Discafani in like the third or the fourth if things are going well and see if he can give you one or two. But I he he took the Giants out of the game basically immediately that night, and they get they get down one two two runs early. I I, I believe I believe it was. They got down – I think it was one nothing after the first. And then the I Giants have it right ha- in front of you, Rob.
0: <laughs> do you see it? That's game two. Is this – oh, do I have the wrong one up? No, this yeah, is DC Yeah, you I'm were right. The it. first two innings, they – oh, maybe it didn't switch for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll uh, – <laughs> my right. bad. Anyways, go it's, ahead. Let me put it back but, over here.
1: But, yeah, and then you have – the Giants had to a, a first and third opportunity in the in the top of the second. With uh Brian got a hit, Wade gets a hit, and your first first and third w- one out for Evan Longoria. He strikes out, and the Giants end up not scoring. And from that point on, the game was basically over.
0: Yeah. Do you and, see it now in you, front of you? Nope. <laughs> okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Forgive me. It's alright. Anyway, it's alright. But but yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah the, I, this this game was was over early on. I mean. Yeah, the Dodgers put up, you know, one in the first, one in the second, and then two in the fourth. But, um, you know, a question that that arose a lot, especially on, like, Twitter, was how, you know, uh, Gabe Kapler managed this game. And I actually thought he managed it well for what he could do for for, for actually starting D Scafani. Because D. Scafani, again, one and two thirds, the two earned, the two Ks, not like an awful line. But, you know, he was in trouble early. Like, it was – they pulled him at the right time. After that, I feel like Gabe Kapler kind of went into crisis mode. um, And they really tried to keep themselves in this game. You know, I think after that, the game just came down to – the Dodgers just hit really well in this game. And also – the, uh, the Giants, you know, they just couldn't they couldn't score any runs. I mean, Jose Alvarez, Kervin Castro, after that, they were far from perfect, but they didn't give up any runs. I mean, Harleen Garcia gave up a run, and then Leon gave up a run, and then uh, McGee gave up too late. I forgot he finished this game out. I said he, he pitched in one game, but he did pitch in two. But, you know, the way Kapler managed this game was like a do-or-die um, just to hang around in this game. But the top of this Dodger lineup, Bets Seeger, Turner, and Smith, eight hits. And then yeah. Gavin Lux had two more hits too. So, I mean, this was just an all-around tough game. Um, so the Dodgers ended up splitting um, in L.A. like they did in San Francisco. And then we head back to San Francisco for game five. Um, where, you know, maybe I'll try and get this one in front of you this time. And you just, <laughs> I don't know. No, I see that it. Uh, yeah, I see it. There? Okay, cool. So, this game, um, Mookie Betts. Uh, if there was an NLDS MVP, he cemented it in this game, four for four. And the yes. thing, and the thing is, is this game was nothing, nothing heading into the sixth. Uh, this was a game that was started by Logan Webb, and um, this was this. You know, I heard many people say this, and this is a good way to put it. This game started hours before the game because. Um, you know, Dave Roberts came out and announced that Corey Knable uh, was going to open this game instead of starting with Julio Arias. And a lot of people reacted with, um, you know, oh, he's overreacting. He's going to, you know, take this game away for the Dodgers. He's going to blow another shit. And, you know, up into this game, Dave Roberts actually managed a pretty damn good series. Um, yes, he did. And, and I think that you know, this decision ended up cementing that and it paid off because I think you and I were on the same page. Like this, when he announced that he was going with the opener, um, it worried me, uh, how did you feel about
1: it? Oh, I I was worried because the giants had been so reliant on the matchups all year and, and the, and the perfect platoons and immediate line changes during the game. And really like coming into the, to the year, I mean, I don't think a lot of us were huge fans of that, but I mean the, the Giants worked that to perfection. you Know Kaplan and these guys, they were so smart and they were so they had taken advantage of the of the three hitter rule with pitchers and things like that all year. And they were trying like hell, Dave Roberts was to to take that away. To get Gabe Kapler to throw out Tommy Lastella and try to get Lamont Wade to that line. That didn't happen, but but yeah, trying to get their their right their their left handed hitters out there. And then pull that line change with 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 the areas and then take what most of us would 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 say, guys like Wade, La Stella, they are more their big time money hitters. Get them out of the game late, so they're not options for when Guys like Trinan and Jansen came came in later, then the Giants would have no choice but stick with guys like Ruff and Slater and Flores, you know, and and Donovan Solano. So I, I thought Dave Roberts. That was a great move. Gabe Kapler didn't fall for it all the way. You know, he still hit rough in the two hole and he played the whole game and and that worked out. But yeah, before the game, yeah, I was definitely worried because I didn't know how Kapler was going to was going to handle that.
0: You know, you bring up the line change and how Kapler likes to implement pinch hitters, you know, even mid game, starting mid game. Um, Obviously, you have to take that in consideration. How did it affect the Giants lineup? But also... I looked at it from just the Dodgers point of view of, you know, and I think I posted in Giants chatter. I said, if if they're able to get through like the first two, three innings and then go Urias, the Giants are in deep shit. And that's exactly what happened. Like Canable yeah. gave up one hit in the first, but he got through it. Then they went Gratterall. This one I heard could happen, but I was a little shocked by it. I thought maybe K'nabel would go two innings and then they'd go to Urias in the third, but he wants, he went Gratterall who gave up the two hits and, um, but, you know, the the Dodgers used some escape tactics in the early innings to get out of Giants' threats. I think they left like five on through the first three innings, which was really frustrating. And we'll get to the point of why the game was lost then, not at the end of this game. Um, and then Julio Aries comes in in the third and goes four innings and just gives up one, and he was really good. And then you still have, you know, your Blake Trinan at the end. And even though he's never perfect, but he's still really good most of the time. Kenley Jansen, and they get through the eighth, and then Dave Roberts does the ultimate "fuck you" and brings in Max Scherzer in the ninth inning to make sure, that um, <laughs> you know the Dodgers put this game away. And you know it paid off. Like so, I gotta give Dave Roberts a shitload of credit um, for getting through this series, and he really managed. I don't know if it was from the front office and Andrew Friedman or it was Roberts himself or his assistant coaches or Mark Pryor, whatever. But game five was managed really well by Los Angeles. Um, Yeah. Especially how they managed that pen. It was. And really
1: that kind of went to show you where both, where both managers kind of stood on, on their bullpens. in that series, Dave Roberts had no, he had no pro- problem sending guys like Kniebel and Gratterall. And Gratterall ha- had a tough year, too, you know, to mm-hmm. a, lo- a lot of people w- would argue. But Roberts showed a ton of confidence in-, in those guys to get them through a couple innings in a do-or-die game. And that that, w- that was the roll of the dice part. When you, when you have a 20-game winner waiting to – and had great numbers against the Giants all year ready to roll – and you're not going to start him. I mean, that takes some balls. It really does, and it paid off though, and it worked totally. Paid and off. I and I would I would venture to say I don't know this for sure, but I don't think Gabe Kapler had that kind of confidence in his middle relief in this series, and his in his oh, let's call him you know his 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 other guys in the bullpen. And I think that was the biggest uh, the biggest difference in the series was the Giants bullpen versus the Dodgers bullpen. The Dodgers bullpen was damn near flawless. Well, and let's talk about. That, oh, I'm sorry. That was, yeah, no, and that and that was their biggest weakness that we both thought coming into the series. We thought the Giants had the advantage there.
0: It was because it, let's talk about what the Giants did on the mound in this game because this is another game where they stayed away from those middle options. Um, you know, but Logan Webb gave you seven really really good innings. Uh, just four mm-hmm. hits, the one earned um seven strikeouts one walk um he was really good and then you know Tyler Rogers came in and got two outs even though he gave up two hits it was shaky but he got through it yeah and then he brings in Camilo Duvall um and finally uh it backfires and you know he threw 16 pitches I believe I don't have it right in front of me I believe 13 of them were sliders Mm -hmm. And, you know, the thing is, is the last few outings, and I mean few, but like maybe like seven to ten outings, all of September, Duvall showed that like he's got that slider down, but he was mixing it with the fastball really well. Mm -hmm. This outing, of course, you know, elimination game, he went so slider heavy that the Dodgers were ready for it. And, you know, the final blow came, um, you know, late in the game. And of course it was freaking Cody Bellinger, uh, who struggled all year, but actually yeah, had a that'd... decent series. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kevin Gosman came in to finish the the top of the ninth, and actually he was he was good. So did a great, but did anyways, a great job. He kept it close. Yeah. yeah, with I think he inherited two two runners on, um, and yeah, got two outs. Out. Got mm-hmm. two outs, kept it a one run game. Um, and so. You know, and, and then we can get in the bottom of the ninth and how that went down. And, um, you know, we could spend a whole freaking half hour on talking about the umpires in this series. I don't, I don't want to. I don't think you want to either. Um,
1: no, let's not let's do that, please.
0: Th- they weren't great. And you know what? No, but they sucked. But, yeah, it is t- what it is. We can talk about the end of this game and the Wilmer Flores check swing. And you know what? It was the wrong call. He didn't go. He should have got at least one more pitch. But it didn't work out that way. That's not why the Giants lost this game. Um, you know, don't strike out thirteen or twelve times before that, um, because that was a thirteenth strikeout for Dodger pitching to end the mm-hmm. game there, and score more than one run. I think that might help. Yeah, um,
1: I mean, if if, if, if we want to even talk talk about the umpires and stuff, yeah, I mean, there's plenty to go around. But you know, you can forget about the uh, check swing if, if there was any big missed call in, in that game. It was probably in the Chris Bryant event and the fall yep. of the fourth when Crawford's on base Crawford, literally, he gets five balls in a row, five of them. And somehow two of them get, you know, get, you know, get called for strikes. And then eventually he, he strikes out and you go from a first and second situation to a man at first one out. And just, just like that, the, the rally's over. So, I mean, yeah, there, there, there were, there were bad calls, in every game in this series, but yeah, that was a crucial one. I, I, I truly feel that was a bigger, bigger one than the uh, check swing for my woman, one more, one more Flores, because I don't care what anybody says. I thought he was going to strike out. I thought that game was over. Yeah. He's over 17 in his career against him. Anything could happen. It's baseball. Yeah. But, but like, like you said, I think, I think the difference in this series was it was the other guys on both teams. Cody Bellinger had a hell of a series. Chris Taylor had a great series, but two guys who had been struggling coming in their bullpen. The one that we we, we kind of half-ass clowned on before the series started. They had a delivered great, they delivered and it, you got Lamont Wade had one hit in the series. Wilmer Flores had one hit in the series. Uh, Dom and Solano had no hits in the series. Mike is yeah. had like one hit in the series. It was just, if it wasn't Bryant Posey Crawford, or Longoria's one home run and Darren Ruff's one home run. The Giants had nothing at the plate, flat out.
0: Yeah, and, and that's what I wanted to kind of talk about next was that. And I put the offensive numbers in front of us. You know, guys that had ten or more at bats in this series. Uh, Chris Bryant was great. I mean, his seventeen at bats had eight hits. Hit four seventy one. Um, who else do we have here? Buster Posey had twenty at bats, uh, six hits. He had a, he had a good series. Brandy Crawford, 20 at-bats, had five hits. He hit 250. Good enough. We'll take that. But then you look at the other guys that had 10 or more at-bats in the series. Evan Longoria, obviously he had the big blow in in game three that won that game. So thankful for that. But he was two for 17. Darren Ruff, like you said, uh, was one for 11. He had the big shot in game five that tied it up in the sixth. But that was it. Other than that, he had a horrible series. Lamont Wade Jr., who was great. You know, all year and towards the end of the season, he kind of really slowed down and it carried over into the series. One hit and 10 at-bats. And then, yeah, Wilmer Flores, one hit in 12 at-bats. So the Giants ha- uh, hit 182 in this series. Uh, they had an on-base of 211, so it's not like they drew a ton of walks. They drew six walks in five games. They had five home runs this whole series. Four, uh, three of them came in game one. They had no triples. They had four doubles, which whatever – But they had 29 hits in this entire series, which means they had under six hits a game. That's not going to get it done against the Dodgers. And so that's why this was a frustrating series, because this team delivered all year. And I mean, we can this offense delivered all year and we can get into, you know, talking about the offseason and blah, blah, blah. We're not going to do that tonight, but um The Say Hey podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories. Located on the corner of Main and Yosemite in Manteca, visit MantecaBedQuarters.com for more details. Interested in starting your own podcast, then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money, like we are right now, just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use download anchor in the app store or on google play and get your podcast started today can you agree with me that this offense as is uh is not ready to face elite pitching every night in october it's not
1: no it, it's it's not and i think that was one of our question marks and concerns coming in, into that series that i think we we were both kind of you know glass half full on it because it's like hey this is the dodgers they face these guys a hundred times this year there are no secrets we said that every whenever we talked about this series we have no secrets the giants have seen them all so there shouldn't be any any real excuses about why they scored 10 runs in five games that's i guess a bunch of pitchers that they faced all year you know and yeah it was just very very disappointing and it really it just kind of showed that you know they're 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 very good and being able to platoon and do all the things that they did all year was special it could i mean 107 wins you can't argue with that you know it works but they they were just kind of lacking that you know those x factors those those, uh, you know, in the moment players, you know, that the Dodgers, the Dodgers had and, and, and the Giants did, like we said, Bellinger and Taylor, they, they had down years in their regards, but they, they had great series and the Giants just, they didn't get it from the, the other guys and credit to the, to, to the stars. They did Chris Bryant, who had a sh- shitty September. He turned the page. As, as soon yeah. as it was playoff time and credit to him, you know, but like Lamont Wade didn't Evan Longoria didn't that no. and Longoria. Well, he was probably the most disappointing one because he's been there and it even after his big home run in, in game three, you thought, okay, maybe that'll get him going. It, it didn't. Yeah. And so yeah, they're, they're just not quite there yet for October baseball. I don't think. And I hate to say that, but it's true.
0: You know, I want to get into real quick because I I brought up a few episodes ago. I don't even remember specifically when. Um, But, uh, you know, I talked about the Giants. The Giants could only win a World Series this year if the other guys performed. And at the end of the day, they didn't come through in the series. They came through during the season, the regular season. They did not come through in the series. Like we mentioned, rough besides the home run, which was his only hit in the series, struggled. Wade had a bad series. Steven Duggar didn't do anything. You know, Donovan Solano didn't do anything. Um, Wilmer Flores didn't really do anything. Like, the other guys didn't do anything, and that's why, you know, it came down to obviously the middle bullpen guys struggled. That contributed. but But it comes down to the other guys that we've been talking about didn't come through when it mattered most. And that's why they didn't win the series. And that's why they didn't score many runs. So, you know, uh, the Dodgers are in that series. Uh, it's unfortunate. But, you know, you have to agree the way – and we, we were applauding earlier how Dave Roberts managed the series, and he, he did a damn good job of managing how to win that series. Um, it's affected them in the first two games uh, in the NLCS <laughs> against the Braves because they went with Knable again in game one, the opener, um you know uh they lost that game then they went with scherzer in game two again on short rest and uh he even admitted after the game i think he got through like four and a third last night he's like i had a dead arm um so that called it they're still feeling effects from that giant series for sure but hey i mean you you can't blame me you had to do what you gotta do to advance and they'll they'll have walker bueller in game three at dodger stadium tomorrow night so that series is far from over even though atlanta took first two but who cares? It feels whatever
1: like has a pitch in a year, huh? I, it really <laughs> does,
0: it really does because game four was a long time ago. It feels like, um, yeah, but you know, let's let's just touch on the season real quick and then we'll wrap. Um, uh, like we said, 107 and 55, they had a just a season out of nowhere. Um, and we did, we we mentioned, I believe, on our last episode or two episodes ago that if the Giants indeed did not make the NLCS, which they did not, that this would be a disappointing season. And that's because we reassessed, you know, like, hey, this team actually can't compete. This is a team that could go win the World Series. Um, Do you stand by that, Rob? Was this season a disappointment?
1: Yeah, it was. You don't win 107 games by accident. That's what we kept talking about. This was a special group. And And I take nothing away. This was a special team. I had a lot of fun watching the, this team. That was cool. It it pulled me into analytical baseball and I I'm in on it now cuz obviously it works. You know, you like you don't win 107 by accident like we keep saying. So, but yeah, to, to do all that and we can talk about seedings too <laughs> and how baseball does it and yeah, it sucks, but playing a 106 win team in the first round when you won 107, yeah, that 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 blows. But that's how it's always been. And maybe it'll change one day. Who knows? But that was that was the hand they were dealt. But they were playing a team who they knew like the back of their hand and vice versa. So, and they beat them 10 out of 9, outlasted them all, all, all year, and had the home field advantage at three games at Oracle Park, lost two yeah. of them. They, yeah. they had the best home record in baseball. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's got to be a, a disappointing season after after all that. Um, plenty of positives to take away moving forward. Not not to say there's not positives, but yeah, I mean it's an opportunity to let slip away, and I'm sure guys like Brandon Crawford and Buster Posey
0: will tell you the same thing. You know, we'll look back at 2021 and say the Giants won 107 that games that year, but it'll never that'll never be the end of the conversation because it'll finish with, but they got bounced in the first round. Um, and I mean, and we talked about that before, you know, the teams that have won so many games in the regular season and, you know, like, like I said, the 2001 Seattle Mariners, 116 wins the most all time. And they got bounced in the ALDS. Like you talk about it. Oh yeah. the Mariners won 160 games, but they didn't even get to the ALCS that year. That's a disappointment. And then, um, you know, I didn't even bring up this one, but I thought about the other day and I was trying to think like, does this work because it's a different sport? But whatever, the you know the Golden State Warriors a few years ago went seventy three and nine. They set the record for most wins in the season. Did they win it all that year? They did not. No, um, that was the twenty sixteen year where uh, LeBron got them and the Cavs won that that final series. And so you know people like way more talk about how Cleveland won that year than the Warriors winning seventy three games. You know, like yeah giant, Yes. Did the Giants have a fantastic year? They absolutely did. We are not trying to take away from what they did this year. It was a hell of a year. It was unexpected. um, But at the end of the day, yes, like this is, uh, you know, you win that many games, you should be at least getting to the league championship series. Yeah.
1: Um, and, you, you know, you, 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 you want to talk about how important the regular season was. I thought their saving grace even going into game five was going to be dude. I am glad this game is at Oracle. Holy crap. It felt like up up until Cody Bellinger got that hit. I I thought the Giants were going to win. Yeah, me too. I I did. I thought they were going to win. And then once that happened, it was like, it was like Jesus sucked all the air out of me. And it was just, wow. Like I was like, damn, this is really happening. This is, this is really happening. They're, they're, they're going to lose this game. and, yeah and i'm i'm still feeling it like hey it ha- it, that's that sports though like i'm i'm I'm, pr- I'm i'm getting over it you know but yeah it was how can it not be disappointing man how can it not
0: yeah for sure and um you know we've been going so long um this year i feel you know you and i we we podcast on average like every seven, eight days. Uh, It's been a long season. And so um, Rob and I are going to take a little time off. We just want to let you guys know uh, we'll probably take two to three weeks off. We'll come back after the world series is all said and done. Um, Probably like that second week of November, we will come back and we really want to discuss, you know, off season needs. You know, we can talk tenure, non-tenure qualifying offers contracts, then, um, which is really fun because I think that's really when this podcast took off last year is when we started discussing those type of things. Like Definitely. there's an off season, but um, you know, the hot stove is some of the best times of the year. So that's coming up, but yeah, we are going to take a couple weeks off. Uh, just want to thank everybody for their support through this year for listening, for, you know, participating, um, you know, with our podcast on giants chatter on Facebook, it's been a f- freaking fun year. Um, And, you know, hoping that, uh, Farhan has a great, you know, winner, and the Giants can come out and I'm not saying win 107 games, but you know, take it further <laughs> next season. Robbie, got any closing thoughts on 2021 for the Say Hey podcast?
1: Hey, this this was a fun ride, guys. Uh, yeah, it didn't end the way we we wanted it to, but but for but from my and Doug's perspective, like this this is a year we'll we'll never forget, you know, for sure, and just. Not with the season, but it's been interacting with, with everybody in, in Giants Chatter and, you know, getting the feedback from all, all you guys. You guys have been so great. And um, just, you know, there's never enough questions. Like, we we love all the questions. You know, we love all the feedback. We, ne- we never get annoyed with it or nothing. But this team has a, a really, really, really bright future. We, we got Joey Bart, waiting in the Wings, Elliot Ramos, Sean Jelly, all all these guys, you know you know, waiting and getting ready to go. So there's going to be plenty to talk about here, you know, these next few months and a lot of rumors, you know, there's nothing like being at work and uh, scrolling the uh, MLB rumor mill and having Jeff Passon on those guys on, uh, <laughs> on, on alert, you know, during the holidays when you're trying to act like you're busy. So, so yeah, we're going to have some fun this winter, but let's uh, say we all need to kind of re- recoup after this and watch anybody but the Dodgers uh, finish this thing out.
0: Go Braves. Um, yeah. Anybody but the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll we'll wrap on that. We'll get out of here. Yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, just want to thank you guys again. Uh, so for say hey Doug and say hey Rob, and for a very fun 2021 season. Go Giants. Go Giants. Anybody but the Dodgers. <laughs>